0: and mercy and peace be unto you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father after destroying every rule and every authority and every power. For he must reign until he has put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. Dear friends in Christ, I just wish this year would end How many times have I heard that stated, and truly 2020 has not been a banner year. With half of our years spent indoors, people have had their fill of being cooped up, masked up, following arrows in a grocery store, and their fellow man acting like the secret police, watching whether you took more than one package of toilet paper, or whether your mask is over the tip of your nose. I think that most people would love to go back to normal, Open churches, open homes, open arms, open smiles are all missed as we hearken back to 2019 when the world was normal and we were living the good life. Well, it may not be the end of 2020 quite yet, but it is the end of the church year. And the scripture texts for this morning are also pushing us to look forward, not just past the grim year of 2020, but to the very end of things on this earth. One thing that came out of this pandemic is the fact that it showed that people love life. I, for one, was reminded of how much I love things when everything was shut down. When the gyms shut down, I could have cried openly. When the restaurants were no longer open, my family probably cried as they were going to have to endure more of my cooking. Though truly living in Canada is good. We have peace, freedom, prosperity. A restaurant is always close. We have full grocery stores, a liquor store in every community. We can still worship here today in safety. What is not to love about life here in Canada? COVID exposed that we like our conveniences, our fast food, our malls, our 24-hour pharmacies, Amazon, our beer. We want to go back to that. What COVID did remind us of, what we already knew to be true, is that we are going to die. COVID was a reminder of what Paul says today in the lesson from 1 Corinthians, for as by a man came death. COVID lockdowns and masks and hand sanitizer and social distancing was just not only a reminder of how much we love this life, but also a reminder of what we get at the end of it, what we are guaranteed Death. We want COVID to be over, not just so we can go back to living, but so that we can no longer be reminded that we are dying. For more than a few Sundays now leading up to this, the last Sunday of the church year, we are reminded in Jesus' parables to be ready. We are reminded in Jesus' parables to whom we belong. And this is because of Adam's sin and our sin. We are reminded today that one day we will all be dead. We don't want that. We in our sin, we want our carnal choices, the conveniences of life, the corporeal pleasures to continue because death is a prospect that we do not want to think about. And yet, COVID reminded us that we are going to die. And the word of God reminds us that we are going to die. And our liturgy reminds us that we are going to die. And our hymnody reminds us that we are going to die. All of this reminds us that the wages of sin is death. Many North American churches have kicked the old confession of sins out of worship altogether, because after all, who needs a reminder that sin is killing us? Death is sad. It's more than sad. In fact, death, as Paul says, is our spiritual enemy. I've heard it said at Christian funerals, we should not be sad. We should only rejoice. This is a victory celebration. If I have buried one of your loved ones in my time here, you know there is some truth to that. But also there is truth that death is not part of God's plan. Paul talks about grieving with those who grieve. Jesus wept at the tomb of Lazarus. God did not intend for the pain of separation nor the heartache that attends the death of a loved one. The sharp pain of grief, the gap of the loss of a loved one, you may know well as a Christian. You may have lost someone you love, a spouse, a grandparent, a parent, a sibling, a friend, a child. Just as those who want COVID to be over so they can go back to living, we in Christ need to be reminded that we have something more to look forward to in this life than just living this life. We have an eternal life in the next. Paul poses a depressing hypothesis to the Corinthian church just a few verses before our reading for today. Paul says, But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then even Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. That's where the world lives, in a realm of death, where only this life exists, with no confidence that there is a life after this one. Sure, even at non-Christian funerals, you may hear people say, well, they've gone to a better place. But in saying such things, what are they hoping in? What are they wishing for? What are they banking on? Themselves? Their works? Good karma? Paul quickly puts to rest this depressing hypothesis, saying, but in fact, Christ is risen from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. This last Sunday of the church year is a little Easter, as is every Sunday. But Paul says, for as in Adam all die, in Christ all will be made alive. People of the world want to get past COVID so they can get back to living, but we in Christ push past death so we can get to eternal life. Christ is risen from the dead and so shall we rise. Christ came and died on the cross to give us forgiveness of sins and rose from the dead to give us eternal life. This last Sunday of the church year, you are encouraged to be patient that God himself will search for his sheep, he will seek them out, he will rescue us from places of deep darkness, from the valley of the shadow of death, and he will bring us home. Paul says, be patient, for we will be made alive in Christ. First the dead in Christ shall be raised, and those who belong to him who have not died, and then comes the rest. Christ's resurrection from the dead was the first great step to our resurrection from the dead. When Christ comes again, those whom we love, who have died in the faith, who slumber in their earthen beds shall rise. And if we are alive, then we shall meet them. Then comes the end, not just the end of 2020, but the end of all pain and suffering and tears and death. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. Hear me well, dear friends. If there is a stab of grief in your heart because you have lost a loved one to the grave, then this day is for you. This last Sunday of the church year is encouragement to you to hold on to Christ, for he will come again and raise those who have died in the faith, your beloved, from the grave. Christ will come again with trumpet sound and he will raise from the dead and raise us from the dead and transform our lowly bodies to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him to subject all things to himself, even death. Hear me well, dear friends, if there is a pang of fear in your heart as the prospect of death looms heavy in the year 2020, then this day is for you because Christ is coming again to destroy that last enemy, death. The pangs of death and the sting of grief may cling. But we wait and we cry in Christ, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? Well, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Dear friends, our Savior Jesus, He who took all of our sins and infirmities in His body on the cross, that man of all sorrows, has never forgotten what sorrows are carried by the hearts of those he has bought by the shedding of his blood on the cross. He forgives you, he has you, he will raise you on the last day. Thanks be to God, amen. And now let us pray. Come soon, Lord Jesus, come soon, amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home, or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com Call us at 780-430-7382 or email me at pastor at Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with His favor and grant you His peace.